Welcome back to the TCC. So today, just uh, looking at my list of things, talk about the first time we went to Japan. And uh, what a ride. So this was piggybacking off um, trip back, this is my second trip back to Vietnam. The plan had been to go see my grandmother, but she unfortunately died a few months uh, before, you know, me and my dad went. And, uh, you know, my auntie five died, you know, the day before and, you know, broke my grandma's heart and she passed away the day after. And so it was spent Christmas in Vietnam and I flew into Japan, uh, on New Year's day. So the, the regional flight from Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon to Tokyo is overnight. I was expecting you know, some celebration for New Year's Day, but it was kind of like a red-eye flight, so they didn't do anything. My dad told me later on his flight from Tokyo back to Canada, they, they brought out the drinks. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so anyways, so, you know, this was in 2003. So, you know, the internet was just starting getting going, right? You know, wasn't, you know, was not... You know, phones weren't smartphones yet, right? They were, you know, that internet had to be accessed through desktops, right? That kind of thing. So I didn't have any preparations. The old man is like, you know, he, he actually asked me, it's like, you know, so where are you staying, son? It's like, I don't know. You know, it's like, what's your plan? You can't find a place to stay. It's like, well, I read that if you, um, you're stuck for a place to stay around 11 o'clock, Go run downstairs into the subway system or underground system, hide in the washroom, and they lock it at eleven so you can sleep down there. And Dad's like, "Oh, that's a good idea." And he uh, took one of the airplane blankets and stuffed it into my backpack. Say, "There, just in case you get cold, right?" Because you know it's January. You know the first January. It is winter. <laughs> Tokyo does have winter, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so got there. Hopped on the train from Narita into Tokyo, right? And so, pass your immigration, get out onto the streets of Tokyo. And I'm thinking, you know, this is the one of the densest cities, if not the densest city, largest city in the world. And there's no one around. What the fuck? Right? And at this point, you know, I'm I, not a weeb. I watched a lot of anime at this point. So I'm like, is this one of the, like, like an anime where, like, I've been teleported to another dimension or something. Because I literally walked for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I found a brochure for a place to stay. And it ended up being pretty shitty. I, you know, I stayed there the first that time and another time later. But it was like, literally, where is everyone? I think I saw, like, even the people who had, you know, come into uh, Tokyo with me on the train. I, you know, they just all disappeared. I saw one car on the, on the road drive by. And I literally, it, the streets were empty. Right? Um, I'm guessing because, you know, Japanese people celebrate a lot of like Western holidays too, alongside theirs. Uh, so everyone's sleeping in for New Year's because I didn't see any person until I went to Sin 11 and there was person, <laughs> couple workers there. <laughs> I was freaked out. Um, and you know, so I got to the, to the little hotel and, you know, settled in, got to exploring and, you know, it's, jet lagged and you know I wasn't feeling it so my first meal in McDonald's oh in Japan was McDonald's 
can yell at me, whatever. It's like, okay, I'm not feeling great. Yeah, I'm gonna have something, um, you know, bland and you know, something my body will accept. So I got like a Big Mac meal, right? Uh, and so, okay, you know, the Big Mac meal is wrapped, and the Big Mac's wrapped in it's a wrapper. Fries are in a box. Those two were in a place in the paper bag. My drink, uh, I got a milkshake, along with that paper bag, was placed in a plastic bag. I hope they've changed that. <laughs> and, you know, I should have kept, so, you know, I'm, you know, I find a bench in a park and, I'm, you know, slowly eating. All right. And I'm about to grab a sip from my milkshake. And I notice there's Grimace on the lid. And I noticed the hole, you know, the little cutout for where you poke the hole through, is not in the center. It is between Grimace's legs. I should have kept it, because uh, no one's going to believe me. Uh, but I was, you know, my student was like, what the fuck, right? Uh, so I you know, took the lid off and threw it in the trash. And uh, I don't know what it is, but their milkshake uh, formula in Japan was not good. I remember I only had a sip and I threw it out. Anyways. That was a great start. Um, so, you know, the place is... Did I stay at a hostel first? I must have stayed at a hostel first because... Uh, you know, because there's kind of like a common area. And, you know, I kind of, when I woke up the next day, everyone says, like, well, are you going down to, you know, Imperial Palace? It's like, what? You know, it's the Emperor's visit day. Like, there's two days. Um, so this is the old Emperor. Um, not the current one. No, in the changed age. But the previous emperor, uh, he would only make public appearances uh, two times a year. On his birthday, which I think is in December, and on January 2nd. So I went down with, uh, you know, folks doing the thing. And boy, do they love their emperor, right? And I actually got pictures of them. Uh, they were standing, you know, um, kind of like glass, glass in case promenade, right? And obviously bulletproof glass, you know, just in case. Right, and it was quite the thing. There was quite a number of people uh, there, uh, so that was pretty cool. I actually got a photograph, and this was the old digital film camera. I was surprised. Literally, I had to like stretch my arm up as far as I could to take a picture, and hope I got it. You know, there's no like digital photos. So like, oh, I missed a shot. I better take another one. Right? It's like, well, better do this and hopefully get them in frame. Uh, if I remember when I post this episode, I'll throw the photo up. Uh, I also took, uh, when I went to Osaka, so there's, uh, I noticed, like, I got to the aquarium, there, amazing aquarium in Osaka, it's cooling a whale shark, you gotta fucking go, like, I, it, like, I, I've heard about the one in Georgia, um, you know, I've heard about other ones, but, you know, I went to a couple other ones in Japan, but, you know, they weren't as impressive, the one in Osaka slays, and, um, but, you know, on, it's in the, I think in the, by the Bay Area. So I noticed there are people like setting up uh, cameras to take a picture of the sunset. So I was like, oh, this is fantastic. So I found an empty spot and I just kind of took a random picture. And it's like, you know, when I got it developed, I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Right. And I lucked out. Um, usually I'm a shitty photo taker. Disastics. Like she never told me what I did wrong. So I never could improve, but she said I was just terrible. I was like, I had no idea. Anyways, so I also learned, you know, my trip there, 
uh, the first couple weeks in January, there's a fire sale, like trying to get rid of all sorts of old stuff, right? I, I bought way too much crap, and half of it I just ended up throwing out. Um, you know, I also uh, went to a number of museums, and like, I went to a number of nice museums. Tokyo, Tokyo Edo Museum is very nice. Um, I didn't make it to the Tobacco and Salt Museum because it, it's closed for renovations. Oh, also, um, a weird thing is all museums are closed on Mondays because uh, I was trying to get to the Parasite Museum, which I got to the second trip. So it took me three tries. But the first time, I couldn't find it. I was asking, like, uh, everyone up and down in my terrible half-assed Japanese, uh, you know, where this Parasite Museum was. You know, Parasito, Genki Deska? They're, like, rubbing my stomach. And, like, literally they were pointing. And just, there wasn't any, you know, kind of obvious sign, uh, so, you know, Tokyo being what it is pretty dense, right? Um, you know, everything is up. So I'm not used to looking up, you know, bearing it from prairies and very, you know, not as developed city, right? And so if I looked up, I would have seen the sign for the Parasite Museum because it was the same sign was installed on the second floor. But I was looking for signs on the first floor and I missed it. Because uh, the second time attempt, I found it, but it was closed because it was Monday. And like, that was my last day there. Or second last day, or no, that was my last day there. I almost like, like I locked up my stuff at the airport. I almost like, because the airport's massive. I almost lost my stuff because I had no idea where it was. I eventually found it and um, got on the plane and got home. You know, so if you notice, there's a theme of me struggling with a lot of basic things through this podcast. Uh, imagine when I'm struggling by myself. It's definitely frustrating because I know that I'm messing up. And I had to figure it out myself. Um, so there was uh, actually coming of age day. That was quite the thing. And, you know, everyone was just taking a picture of all the girls dressed up. The, you know, of course, there's guys here coming of age, but they're, uh, they're kimonos. And I'm probably not using the right term. I'm just going to say kimonos because I don't know any other proper term. And I'm not looking it up. Um, the guys are much, kimonos much more, you know, mundane. The ladies are... Um, they're very fine, you know, fur, silk, depending on you know, what their family can afford, you know, a big thing. I think, like, you know, Mexican 16th birthday or, uh, you know, 18th birthday for, you know, coming of age, it, you know, coming of age. For them, it's 19 or is it 21? I can't remember. Anyways, I brain damage. Uh, I'm going to use it as cover. The fact that I remember enough of the, these, all of these things, I'm doing pretty good. So the small details, sorry, you got to look it up. Uh, it's another thing, just a little difference is, if I heard about, you know, no trash cans, because you're not supposed to, like, walk and eat, um, except in certain, you know, at restaurants or little stalls, right? Uh, there are also people, you know, handing out tissue packs, because, you know, when you go to the washroom there, and I went to a number of washrooms, and they're open air, like, you know, they're, they're enclosed, but, you know, they're not, like, it's not like, you know, like a room in a building, right? It's just kind of like, you know, walls set up and the top is open air. So, you know, and it's winter time, so it's a little cold. And they don't have, always have, you know, a hot water line, right? So it's cold water and they don't have, you know, blowers. You know, maybe now they do, but, or paper towel dispensers, right? So you only pick up these tissue packs and they have little advertisements for wherever they're advertising. Uh, you know, I never kept, I just used their, their handy, right? They think they're like a bucket piece. 
for like five tissues, like at least in Edmonton, probably more. It's probably like twenty dollars in Vegas. Uh, I remember buying one one uh, allergy pill because I didn't, I couldn't find a pharmacy. That was five U.S. dollars at the time. That was, and you know, because you're like, oh, I just need something. Because like, you know, my ex-wife is having allergic bad luck reaction or something. So you just buy it. Uh, but yeah. So it's, you know, one of the highlights for me, um, or lowlights, I guess. Uh, no, it was a highlight. It's, you know, I was excited to get to Akihabara, the kind of the nerd section, full electronics, and I guess people call it weeb stuff now. Like, you know, in that time, I don't think the term weeb was in use. It was just like, Otaku, I think, is, uh, you know, I don't like being described that either. It does, like, you know, very much into anime and manga and that kind of culture, you know, which not all Japanese are into, just just saying. But, you know, I was excited to get to Akihabara, so I, you know, come out, come out from the underground and I, you know, just kind of march right into the first store because the uh, Nara stores, they don't always have doors, right? Even in the winter, it's kind of weird. They just kind of like, you know, Kind of leave the door open, or kind of like an open, like you know, kind of area you can just kind of walk into the store. Inviting, so I walk into this place. You know, I look around and I'm like, "Hey, there's nudie magazines. Hey, they're dildos. Hey, they're racks of porno. The fuck?" So I backed out, right? And I look up. You know, and it's M's Adult Store, right? It's like right in front of the exit. To the you know the underground section I came out of uh, the entrance I came out of, and I was floored because you know I think in general in North America you know it's it's scandalous you go to an adult store you know that's why usually they have like you know it's closed they have frosted windows right so you can't see inside or you know and they have kind of like you know some like you know maybe a little racy display of mannequins and lingerie right not this place he's just like just walk on in so I went back in of course and. Um, have a look around and you know then you know went upstairs the third floor was cosplay and even galleon uh, cosplay kind of disturbing um you know the camera roll was on the second floor but we you know, went back to the first floor um and so going back to uh you know the hang-ups here in north america uh Edmonton at least i, I don't want to say talk of other places i've never been to that you know there's you don't go unless you're a pervert that's the perception. But there was a young couple, I noticed. They were picking out a porno, and, you know, and the husband's like, how about this one, honey? And she's like, hee, 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 that looks good. Right? I don't know if it was, you know, fisherman, um, fisherman's wife or fisherman's wife too, the retentacling. I don't know. Um, there's business guys, I think, you know, going through the racks of pornos, <clears throat> looking for the latest issue of whatever their favorite was. There are two grandmas. You know, uh, kind of waggling the dildos in front of each other's face. Uh, that was different. And I can confirm they were selling used panties. I don't know if they're used or not, but they had racks. They had, you know, this clip-on rack with panties in them. In clear cellophane bags. Right? So, and I also ran later into um, a vending machine where you could, you know, one of those, like, Crane got uh, capture gotcha machines, whatever, right? With panties inside the plastic balls. I don't know this change, but I know my trip there in 2003, it was there, right? 
obviously I'm not, you know, I don't have pictures. So he's like, oh, no, no picture, no proof, right? He's like, I'm not taking pictures in a porno store in a private business. So go fuck yourself. But one thing I do have proof of is I got a, bought a Hello Kitty shoulder massager. Shoulder massager. You can hear the air quotes. I'm doing them right now, right? It was like nine US dollars. It is hilarious. And boy, she lets her rip. Don't ask how I know. Actually, you figured that out already. So, that was a wild time. Uh, you know, I survived that trip, cited my missteps. And Japan is the easiest place to travel, if even if you're, you know, purely English speaker. Um, if you're not, not Asian like me, right? Because I heard a lot of stories about this from the Caucasian travelers, especially the Australians. Japanese people will go out of your out of their way if you're Australian or not Australian, if you're Caucasian, to get you to where you're going. They never did that for me, and I know why. And you could figure out why. Uh, Beards has also been there. He's been there once as a single man and once with his family, and they could not get enough of his daughters. He had to like fight them off with a stick. But we'll, once we get to another, uh, yeah, once we double, triple down again, we'll, uh, if I remember, I'll ask him, ask him to talk about that. You know, it is easy place to travel, and the vending machines are legendary. They're vending machines that have hot, hot food, hot whatever cans on the top and cold on the bottom, right? And, you know, they come out cold or come out hot. I bought beer there. Actually, uh, I was going to buy a two-liter beer. Uh, from the thing, from a vending machine, but we there's a liquor store next door, and I sold a three liter beer, which I shared with this hot female girl. I have a picture of her, you know. Obviously, I was a nerd, so you know, nothing new with me. And actually, bought an extra suitcase to carry the three liter can home, and I still have it. Uh, I also I remember I can't remember where I read maybe it was um, Adventures of Huckleberry Finn where they talk about double first cousins. So like two sisters married two brothers, they have kids. And those kids are double first cousins. Because I uh, ran into Kiwi, so two two sisters, you know, their husbands were with them, but they told us, yeah, it's like, you know, we both married two brothers. And, like, the two, their two kids, two, uh, two ladies, you know, they were, like, you know, best buddies, right? Almost, pretty much sisters. And, like, I, I declared, you double first cousins! And everyone thought I was nuts, right? And I am nuts. Um, but... I was so shocked because I just read about it, you know. In any case, Japan is a great place to visit. There are tons of issues. Um, I won't get into them here, right? But I'm glad I've gone. My old man wasn't impressed because, you know, he sees them as, you know, one of the oppressors mm -hmm. of Vietnam. You know, just look at what had happened in the Second World War. Uh, in his list of hate, I think, there, like, because he never bought a Japanese car for a long time until he realized, you know, there's, it was dumb of him, like, because they were much more practical for his style of driving. But it was up there, I think even higher than the French. Maybe not higher than the Chinese. It's not the thousand year thing where he, my dad hates the Chinese. It's the fact that first cousins are allowed to marry one another and have kids as long as their names, their surnames do not match. I think in South Korea it's the same thing. Uh, don't quote me on that. I, I might, I'll probably miss it. But anyways, my dad hates the Chinese just because of that. In any case, I've been rattling along again. Thank you for taking this trip with me down memory lane. It is the beginning of August. It is a little wet and gray outside. And 
Thanks again for listening. Catch you on the next